When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the 77 WABC minicast. What is today is Senator Joe Lieberman, Connecticut, a Democrat, an independent. Uh, he was a nominee for Vice President of the United States of America. Senator Joe Lieberman, I hope we have a, uh, a great New Year's. Well, thanks, John. Thanks for your, uh, uh, for your introduction, which is very kind. Yeah, me too. It's been a tough year. I feel like we're coming out of it, but boy, do we face challenges here at home and uh, obviously around the world. It's a very unstable time, and we, we need uh, uh, Americans to come together, which they don't seem to be doing politically, so that when we face our challenges here at home and our enemies overseas like uh, Russia, Iran, etc., we're always stronger if we're united. So that's my prayer for the new year and really for, for you and your family, John. And beneath all the headlines, family is still the most critical. That's the most critical. Society. Health for right. our mutual families in the new year is the most important thing to to, to, to us. Amen. Great. I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you. Thank you. Now, interesting, the last few days, the uh, Suez Canal. France, Italy, and Spain walked yeah. away from the United States of America. It's like we don't like your leadership or something. Can you yeah. give us your gut feeling on that? Yeah, I was really uh, uh, disappointed, really upset about it. I don't think um, the problem here is the Iran-backed proxies who are threatening maritime passage, but uh, materials, oil, etc., commerce going on the waters. And most people don't appreciate that most of our commerce in the world travels by boat, and therefore the security of commercial maritime travel is critical to our economy, to the way we live, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. So now you've got this radical group, the Houthis in Yemen, uh, trained and supplied and, frankly, directed by Iran that are firing missiles and drones at, uh, first they said only uh, commercial ships headed for Israel or, or flagged or owned by Israelis. But now it's broader and I felt that the U.S. really should respond militarily to what are military actions by the Houthis. In an earlier time, they would have been considered acts of war. But so, but at least the United States formed this, or tried to form this international maritime safety force to protect shipping, particularly in the Red Sea. And uh, lo and behold, as you said, Italy, Spain. Which was the other one, John? Pulled out. Spain, and, uh, Italy, and France. And uh, why, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, every now and then I worry 
that the U.S. is being too passive in response to Iranian provocations and attacks on us, shipping American troops in Iraq and Syria, etc. But then it looks like some of our allies in Europe are even being weaker than we are. And uh, that's not the way to uh, fix this situation, because weakness will be met by more aggression from Iran and their proxies. Uh, I know the administration keeps saying, oh, they don't want to they don't want to make the, the war in Gaza into a regional war. But the Iranians have already made it into a regional war uh, with the Houthi attacks, with the Iraqi extremist um, or Iranian extremist militias in Iraq and Syria attacking our troops there every almost every day. And they seriously wounded an American soldier just a couple of days ago. We, we responded but not enough. I, I think we've got to go and militarily strike back at the source of these attacks against us in the Middle East. And that's to hit locations in Iran. Let them know how serious we take this. Why should we let them try to kill our troops? And uh, we're, like, not, we're not going back to them. It's like we talked about last time. The uh, the four mullahs in uh, Iran are the uh, what I consider to let the Americans understand what it, what I mean is the Osama bin Ladens of 2023. You are absolutely right, John. There Osama bin Laden at the head of a, a large country whose economy in some ways is suffering, but in other ways because of oil and the price of oil and the way they managed to get other countries to help them circumvent the sanctions we and others have on them. They're, they're doing okay, but they can't do okay if we expect to have a world in which we and our allies in the Middle East, Israel and the Arab countries, are going to be safe. I mean, make no mistake about it, the Iranians hate America. We're the great Satan. The Israelis are the little Satan, but we're the big one. And their goals for us are, frankly, to uh, destroy our, our way of life. The, the, the president of Iran spoke at the uh, UN, I guess, last uh, fall, or earlier this fall, during the UN General Assembly, and he basically said that the American system, which has dominated the world since the end of World War II, has failed. It's over. History has moved to another group, and, of course, he thinks it's the extremists from Tehran. But, uh, boy, if that happens... It's going to be an America that is less free, less secure, and less prosperous. And we, we just can't let that happen. Now, uh, when you, uh, uh, you were a Democratic senator in your entire life until the, your last term when you were challenged, and maybe that was the maybe you were the beginning of uh, uh, of the left uh, uh, wing of the Democratic Party creating challenges for the common sense Democrats. And something similar is going on now. Uh, the Democratic, uh, uh, the they just voted to give Ukraine money for the war, and they also voted to give Israel money, but a right. small amount of money in comparison to what the real ask is. And what the GOP senators are saying to these Democratic senators, why don't you protect our borders, the United States borders, before we worry about protecting the Ukrainian borders? And we'll give you all the money you want for Israel, and we'll give you all the money you want from the Ukraine. Why can't they well, come to a solution? There's no good reason, John. You're talking common sense now. Too much of Washington is still, they walk in lockstep 
uh, to their party. But really, much as I support aid to Ukraine and Israel, I think right up there, equally important to America, maybe even a little more important because it's America, it's our own crisis here at home, is regaining control of our borders. John, you know, I'm the grandson of four people who immigrated to America from uh, Central and Eastern Europe. I've always been pro-immigration. Immigration, new immigrants really helped to make our country strong and, and as entrepreneurial, innovative as it's been. But but you can't have open borders. You've got to have rules. You can't just come in here. And now people all around the world are deciding they can, either for good reasons, that they want to live a better life or for bad reasons because they want to come in here and cause us harm. They're coming from everywhere. They're coming from China and Asia and Africa. And, and uh, it's not just Mexico and, and Central and Latin America now. We've got to stop it. And it's only going to be stopped with a bipartisan agreement by members of Congress. And frankly, I would say to the Democrats, some of them anyway, are resisting this, that it's not only the right thing to do for the country to reestablish the rule of law at our borders, but frankly, it's the right thing for the Democratic Party to do politically, because if this problem is not solved, I will tell you that it will be as important when people go to vote in November next year as uh, inflation and the economy.